2: FM to get started. While Leon and Roxy get closer, Amanda and Edie get a little steamy, too. Let's see what happens. You're watching the Almost Family After Show. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Let the buzz begin! What's up, everybody? Hey. Hello, hello. Welcome hey. back to another episode of Almost Family After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Brianna Cheyenne, and I'm here with my sisters from another mister. <laughs> I love that. Princess Carol is here, the biggest Emily Osmond. Oh, wait, no. You're not an Emily Osmond fan. I am, though. You are? She's not okay. quite Tana, as big Tana. as me. <laughs> okay. She's a throwback Emily Osmond fan. Right, right. <laughs> and she's going to be taking care of the special segment today, DNA Dominoes. But she does not compare to Jessica Lucero, who What's is up, guys? the... Biggest Emily Osment fan in the her. world. We're going to try and get her on this season. Okay. We're gonna, yeah. Yeah. Try and Put get the energy to out, out there. there. Yeah. Put it out there. Speak into existence. Yes. Everybody's getting really cozy this episode. We saw Amanda and Edie having a steamy moment that Tim Ooh. almost walked in on. I like that. That was a steamy. super close call. Yeah. <laughs> and then Roxy and Leon are kind of building some sort of bond i'm not too sure how i feel about it so we're going to get into that as well we have some news and gossip and of course like i said our special segment but first we're going to start off with our overall thoughts so what do you guys think
1: you know, overall thoughts with this episode, I found myself kind of wanting more. I feel like I, it's eight, it's only eight episodes in the season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want it, I just want more from each episode. I want so much because you know that it's going to have to move pretty quickly. And while there was a decent amount to happen between someone like Edie and Amanda, the mm-hmm. two of them, they had a little bit going on there. But I still am like, guys, keep it coming. I am so ready for them to just keep throwing. Bombs at us. Okay. <laughs> what did you think, Princess?
0: I actually agree with you. Um, even with Edie and Amanda, mm-hmm. I feel like we haven't gotten a backstory. It's just Right. it, it went from we're getting lunch to we're kissing, but mm-hmm. I have no context. Right, And I, I feel like because it's only episodes, they might be trying to pick up the pace, but I need some backstory Yeah, from everybody. <laughs> like, you can't just give me one sentence and call it a day. I well,
2: agree, yeah. because it doesn't make it realistic. You right. kind of, I, I don't like shows that I remember that I'm watching a show. I want to forget. I want the storyline to be that convincing. Mm-hmm. Feel like you're involved with yeah, the show, right? Exactly. right. Yeah. Feel like you're
1: one of their sisters. Yeah, like I want to
2: have that emotional connection. But I I did enjoy this episode. Mm. I was kind of wanting more. I secretly wanted Tim to see them making out in the hallway. Like, right. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like I was, uh, Julia. Yes.
0: I was like what Julia freaking why did snitch you know it <laughs> and it shows but it
2: shows that Julia is a really good person. Because yeah. knowing that Tim left her for her well front of me and then she's still kind of protecting him from getting his feelings hurt from something like that it shows like she's a, she's she's a, a good person. she's a good person could know, it be I feel me like at
0: some point i'm going to need her to tell the truth or i guess it seems like next episode she might yeah. confront yeah. her sister yeah I don't know. that's yeah. true we'll,
1: we'll see. see oh my god i like how you're already saying she might
2: confront her sister her sister yeah
0: that's
2: <laughs> <drawing laughs> the previews. That but, uh, <laughs> but yes <laughs> but let's let's start off with julia because she admitted That she's the one who gave the police the laptop, and she's really kind of fed up with Leon and his shenanigans. Yeah. And I think it's because she has this animosity towards him, because she could have had this whole life where she could have gone to medical school, and instead she decided to be vice president of communications for her (laughs) dad, Glorified Secretary. She, glorified secretary. <laughs> secretary. That's what that really is. Yeah. So do you how do you guys feel about Julia and her the turn of events that's happening and the way right. she's been treating Leon? You know,
1: it is it's really sad that she has pretty much lived her entire life to kind of be the backbone for her dad, and now he let her down in the biggest way ever. He mm-hmm. has been doing some very shady things, and mm-hmm. she she finds herself looking around everywhere she goes to see. Maybe she sees similarities in this person and this person and just everyone passing by her. She's just been let down so much by her dad. It's Mm -hmm. like, it's honestly, that's terrible to have lived your life for that long, your entire life. And then, nope, like your dad is a completely different person than you thought he was, you know? Absolutely.
0: Um, I think this is another example of I would love to have more context because when we first meet her in the pilot, she has a little bit of a chip on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. She still has that chip. And I, I get it. Her father doesn't seem like the most um, the, the person that I would trust the most, Mm -hmm. but at the same time I would love to get an episode where we just get a little bit more of her backstory find out what exactly has gone on between her and her father growing up I need more than you just saying he's told me He's told me what to do my entire life. I, I need a little yeah. bit more than that, even right. if it's just as simple as a flashback or maybe her confronting her dad and having a true let me tell you off moment. Mm-hmm. It it would be really to me, it would be really impactful and really helpful in me even empathizing with her because right, right now I understand her situation. It's terrible, mm-hmm. but I have no context for why she's. Angry all the time, uh-huh. like I need more. Yeah, you're,
1: you're kind of wondering why she's done so much for him all of her life, you know, like she's a well, kid. Just show me more of that, like, uh-huh. I, or just
2: why. It's like explanation so of much. what built up to it, right? Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: is there some sort of devotion? Was <clears throat> he there for her in a way that her mother wasn't, or mm. even what was her relationship with her mother? Yeah, so many nice. unanswered questions, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: I agree. The context part is a huge, it's a really big part of it. I think that the scene where she was at the board meeting, basically talking to them about she went there when she was selling Girl Scout cookies, and I'm just watching her give this whole emotional spiel. And the whole thing... The whole time I'm thinking, this is not the job for you. You're Mm -hmm. not cut out for this. You're at a board meeting talking about your childhood. This is business. You can't mix up your personal childhood memories with something. as Your business is going under. And you're pulling this sympathy card thing, thinking you're pulling at people's heartstrings. And the whole time you're about to get fired. (laughs) And she was hit with a quick reality. And the thing is... They're like, we don't care. Yeah, but I didn't feel bad for her that, that she got fired. Because... I don't think she has it in her to run it. That's my opinion. Well, clearly right. neither
0: does her father. I mean, at the end of it, we see him kind of, sort of, in cahoots with Isaac? Right. Question mark? You've mm-hmm. always been my
1: number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: so I mean, but at the same time, that, that clause was in her contract, so mm-hmm. why would you have that clause? I'm yeah.
1: so confused. Well, he probably never thought that this would happen. Yes. That's true. I think
2: that is true, and I also think that he expected her to just hand it off to Isaac and say, you know what? I trust you Because Mm -hmm. she said, I'm not a doctor. I don't have the arrogance Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. knowing everything like you guys do. So I think her dad expected her to just pass it on to Isaac, seeing how Mm -hmm. Isaac and Leon's relationship is. Right, right.
1: It is weird, though, seeing... (laughs) I like the way that you said, um, well, I don't necessarily like it, but the fact that you said you don't think she's cut out for it, I agree with you there, but also when you think about a a good doctor that you actually want to go to for everything, Mm -hmm. you think about someone that you can actually sit and talk with, Mm -hmm. and so in that way, I think she's very cut out for it, but the business side of it, I completely agree with you there.
0: I think she needs a partner. Because you do want to have that
1: compassionate
0: person. It is or was family owned and operated. Mm -hmm. So I think it's good to have that personal touch. But maybe she handles one side of it. Mm -hmm. And she has a medical professional to handle the, med- the medical yeah, side of it like mm-hmm. s- some sort Isaac. of partnership exactly Isaac, Isaac would
2: be perfect yeah exactly. and, and i Isaac think it would be good that really shows leon's business mentality because i'm sure he's the one that said i want you to be the communications person because he saw that trait in her that you're good you're the you can be the face because you have this caring nurturing side of mm-hmm. you because i know you're not going to be in the doctor's office with me so i'll right. put you to use and you know, use you how I can. I want to talk more about Leon, but first Princess, I want you to share this special message with our (laughs) listeners.
0: Exactly. So guys, before we move on to our next topic, Leon, Mm -hmm. we just want to thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. And for us to continue to grow, we could really use you guys as help. So if you're on YouTube right now, please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five star rating. But no matter where you are, leave a comment, interact with us, and get involved in the Conversation being a part of After Buzz has meant so much to the three of us, and we really thank you guys for supporting us. Please continue to like, subscribe, and keep watching our shows. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. So Leon, Leon is one <laughs> manipulative guy. I was going to say That's another terrible. word. <laughs> but I and remember right after Buzz, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but Leon is just beyond manipulative. And it all. It, first of all, the very first scene where he starts off. Trying to convince Julia, this is a witch hunt. They're just after me. Take responsibility for what you've done. And don't try mm-hmm.
0: to drag your daughter down with
2: you. Exactly. Like, that
0: right. is a felony, right?
2: Exactly, yeah. Why would you do that?
1: Yeah. No, that was yeah. bad. Bad. The first thing I wrote down about Dr. Beckley is that he really knows what to say. And I think mm-hmm. you hit it on the nose with that whole calling him manipulative because that's the perfect word to describe him. Mm-hmm. He knows what to say to Isaac when he wants him to take charge. He knows Absolutely. what to say to his daughter. He knows what to say to Roxy even. And he is, he just met the girl. Mm-hmm. Like he is so good. It doesn't matter who it is. He knows exactly what to tell She's them. Sick. It is terrible.
0: (laughs) And that's why even when it came down to his treatment and and giving Julia the title of VP of Communications, Mm. I don't even trust that that was truly from a good place either. I feel like he, I don't know if I believe that he believed that she could do it, Mm. if that makes any sense. Mm. I feel like it may have been a, a pacifier role. Like, you know what? I I know that you're going to be frustrated. I mean, again, we don't have any history, any context. But just like, here's here's this title. Mm -hmm. You're going to be my secretary, but here's this title. Mm -hmm. I don't believe you can do anything other than Mm. that. So I don't... Or even having the clause. I don't... You just can't trust any part of him. So
2: why do you think that he took her in instead of allowing her to go pursue her medical career?
0: See, I think, again, that would be something we would need context for. Mm, Because it could be a situation where he knows that... She can be manipulated, so you want to keep that person around close. to do your dirty work. I mean, mm-hmm. she almost got rid of the laptop. True. So who knows what else she has done for him in the past or would be willing to do. That's someone, if you're that kind of person, mm-hmm. you would want to keep
1: them around. And keep yeah. I think it's that um, he's not, he's, he's great with people in that he is manipulative, like we said, <clears throat> but it's more that she knows what to do. Like, she actually has that nurturing side that he doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why she also has... Or she she kind of has more of a PR kind of position. Absolutely, yeah. You know, it's not so much numbers or anything like that. But she's going to be the face to go out and hold these press conferences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably why he kept her around. <laughs> yeah,
2: It also shows that even though he... Like, to add on to the whole manipulation thing... She hit it right on the head when he was asking about, can you bring me that drawing, the drawing you did when you were a child? And she already (laughs) said, you're doing that because you want me to feel sensitive, you want me to feel bad for you, and then it's going to lead into me doing another favor for you and another... But the thing is, what's so funny is that Julia knows this about herself, and she's very self-aware, and she yes. knows she's still going to do it regardless. Right. And no matter how badly she doesn't want to care about her dad, she cannot control herself. Right.
0: Did she bring him the drawing? I didn't see that. No,
2: yes. no, he no. took it. Oh, he, right, right, right. Yeah, when, when he and Roxy were at the um, hospital for the inside no, Oh, I was caught thing. up in
0: the drug moment. <clears throat> and
2: yeah. He made sure that uh that Julia could see it. Yeah, <laughs> You know. Yes. I did I I I I peeped that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I want to talk about Roxy and Leon getting closer cuz I don't like it. Mm-mm. That's weird to it's me. It's so mm-hmm. weird. I think Roxy is super pushy and I don't know if she really is desperate. For family, yeah, I think that's all it is. That's just what it is. Because I'm like, how? What do you guys think? Like, it could be genuine if you're at a point of desperation. Because I feel like if you're desperate for something, I kind of question your motives.
1: Oh, heck no! Because when you look at people's relationships, where a a person wants to be in a relationship with someone else, Mm -hmm. uh, they seem to like if they just want to be with someone else they don't really care as much about that person as they should you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like they could definitely care you should care about wanting to be with that person more than wanting to have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever it may be. Whereas for Roxy, she just wants another family. Because, to replace it. Yeah. Her mm-hmm. her current family sucks. They take half of her money and they like they just don't really care about her. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that she can actually expect Dr. Beckley to honestly be a good dad because look at what he's done. Like He can't be a great person after what he's done. But she's these blind years. to
2: it, though.
1: Yeah. She's like that's trying an... to make it work. Yeah. I think
0: that's part of desperation. When people are desperate for love, or anything else, but especially love, they just have these blinders on. The person yeah. can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. or I believe that they see the red flags, but they just choose to step over them because they're so desperate. And I don't know if it's just for love. I think it's for family, for identity. I think that she's really looking for A lot, really for herself, Mm -hmm. exactly. So I think it's, I think she really is desperate. I don't know if it's specifically for a family, but she's trying to feel something. And I think, obviously, that's what she's using the drugs for.
2: Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh Also, what also makes me question how genuine it is, because I think that she's a natural competitor (laughs) yeah. <laughs> and the comments she made to Julia really bothered me when she said, "You're just jealous because you have someone in competition for your right. dad's love." Yeah, and that really troubled feel. me because I'm like, one, you're out of you're out of pocket. Yeah, you, who are you to talk to me or try to convince me to forgive my father? You've known this man all for forty eight hours, right. less mm-hmm. than that. And you're coming. You're. I'm letting you stay in my guest room, and you're coming to me talking about you should see your dad. You should forgive him. He's a good guy.
1: Girl, the audacity. Lost your mind?
2: Uh, no, desperate, desperate, desperate. So and then you're bad. telling me that I'm competing for my dad's love from you. My dad is using you to get to me. Yeah,
1: right, right.
2: And so that's just. It's so dangerous when you have someone that's competitive. Full of pride. On drugs. Desperate. Desperate. <laughs> unstable. Be yeah. Yeah, yeah so, what is going on with her? What do you guys think about Leon basically saying that he wants to help her get off drugs?
1: Oh, that I actually do like. But mm-hmm. at the same time, okay, so this is what I think. Another time of him... Giving her what she wants to hear, mm-hmm. that's going to keep her around. And he yeah. is like longing for companionship right now. So he's like, I can help you with that. Obviously, that's not going to take 12 hours. That's going to take forever. That's going to take a while mm-hmm. for that to actually happen. So she's going to have to stay there, visit with him very often, and they're going to have to have long talks. And like, that'll keep him busy for a while, you know? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. I think it's all stemming from.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know what the motive is but I don't think there's a good one Mm -hmm. right Um, yeah I think he's just finding a way to obviously he can identify her addiction we can all identify the fact that she's desperate but he sees a a place of vulnerability and I think somehow some way he's going to find a way to to use it to take advantage of it Mm -hmm. I wish I could say that his plans for her were from a genuine place but they're not we've seen he's not only manipulative But he also believes that he can't do. He he does no wrong. He's a Mm -hmm.
2: sociopath. He is. So (laughs) nothing he
0: does can be trusted. Unfortunately, and poor Roxy, I actually feel bad for her because to behave like this, honestly, all of them are very broken. They're very, yeah. Um, But I feel for her because she. I feel like she has nothing and no one that she feels like she can hold on to Mm -hmm. not even herself Mm -hmm.
1: do you honestly think that he could identify that she was addicted or do you think maybe he saw either her her pills or he saw her take the pills or he saw something because when you think about it there are so many different types of doctors Mm -hmm. if you go to a doctor uh what is it called a, a doctor for your foot they don't technically know what's wrong with your eyeball you know like he's over here like i'm a doctor i, I know think he I did, did tell.
2: i think he could tell by the way she was acting because mm-hmm. i you can see when someone's pupils pupils are dilated right. or if they are they're not able to really form their words uh, properly, I think there are certain things that doctors pick up on easier than the everyday person. Right. Mm -hmm. But there is a possibility because Roxy is kind of sloppy with the way she is, so I wouldn't be surprised if he saw a couple pill bottles you know, (laughs) lying around somewhere. Yeah, hanging out of her bag. (laughs) She probably popped it in front of him like a Tic Tac and she forgot that it was a Vicodin. It's Roxy. To
0: that point, I think especially strong prescription pills like that, I think doctors are aware of the effects, Mm -hmm. especially if you prescribe it yeah you know and and i'm sure that's something you cover in medical school is just you know there are some things that you just have a general thing exactly so i feel like because it's a prescription pill he knows the effects of it Mm -hmm. i think he was probably able to pick up on that
2: i think when you were talking about um you don't know what his intentions are about trying to get roxy off drugs Mm -hmm. i think that he looks at roxy as a project that's and she's going to be his redemption opportunity. Ooh. At least in Julia's eyes. I hope so. And it will translate into something maybe a little bit more public since he is fighting this case. And he he's not a dumb guy. He's not some old, right. you know, guy with, that just wanted to help his community. He's mm-hmm. very calculating. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think he's looking at Roxy as his last saving grace to try to show that he can be a good guy.
0: Oh. Time that's right just out. what I think. You know, that's a good prediction. And I think
2: that's a very good prediction. I'm afraid of what will happen with Roxy to Roxy when she finds when she out the type this. of person he really is. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she's already
1: that. broken trying yeah. to so
2: broken. complete
1: herself by by becoming close with him is it's not
2: going to work. Mm-hmm. It's not know? not at all. So Poor girl. so <laughs> speaking of mess, <laughs> speaking of mess, guys, Edie. And Amanda. First of all, from episode one, I got lesbian vibes from Edie. Really? really? I got, I got a lesbian vi- first because I, I don't want to backtrack too much. But I, I at first I thought she was only she was having an affair on Tim when they had that encounter at the yoga place. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then after I saw the way she was looking at Amanda when she walked out, and just like the nervousness and rage she had for no right. reason. I'm like, ooh, you like her because you're probably jealous of her. Yeah. And you see how confident she is in her own skin. Because Amanda's probably just out and is an out lesbian. Right. And she probably envies that. And then that was like, oh, Edie's a lesbian all the way. Mm. And well, so I wasn't surprised when I saw how steamy it got. Really? Yeah. Do you guys trust the relationship that she's uh, kind of forming with?
1: You I guys don't. don't trust Amanda? No, no, no neither of us do. Beginning. Why?
2: Why? Tell me. You have a good
1: take on this one. You could go first.
0: Um, uh, First of all, the way that Amanda operates. Mm-hmm. So you have this love interest on the other side of it. And you know that she's going through... She's going through a situation like this. And I feel like she's taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. I think the other side of it, too, is... This is just how I operate. If I know someone's in a relationship, I'm going to respect that. Whether I th- know this person... Is in, in a situation or in a lifestyle that I know is not true to them. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's respectful to try and draw someone out Absolutely. of a relationship. So, from a personal, per- like from a personal place, I think that shows the kind of person that she is mm-hmm. by doing something like that. And I just, I frankly, I just don't trust her. I, I don't get good vibes from yeah. her. Something's up. Something's up. I kind of feel like she might be using. Edie and her
1: confliction, she's going to use it somehow in nature. To get Edie to not pay as much attention to her case as she normally would, or something something along those lines. You know what I noticed with Edie is that with, when Julia comes around, Mm -hmm. Julia being Tim's ex, she's so quick to say, that's my husband, we're married. I know. But when it's anyone else, when it's someone like Amanda, she doesn't really bring it up, and it's Mm -hmm. like, she just lets it
2: slide, she makes out with her, it's like, Even when Tim (sighs) made comments about the way Amanda and Edie were going back in the courtroom, and the first thing she says was, well, were you jealous? Yeah. What straight woman says that to her husband about a woman that you claim you don't like? Uh But
0: what I found interesting was I felt like there was some acknowledgement between them Mm -hmm. that that was the case.
2: And I feel like
0: we were talking, we're trying to figure out whether or not they're going to become swingers <laughs> or some sort of open I relationship. I had that in my
2: predictions, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it
0: seemed like he it's might fair. be okay with this. Yes. Like it wasn't there was no clear acknowledgement on either side about whether or not he was jealous <laughs> mm-hmm. or whether or not there was something between them. It yeah. just seemed to be a okay, we have the sexual tension. Let's just work it out. He was
2: definitely turned on by it. Yes, he did say that. But Leon seems so in love with Edie that I feel like even if they... Tim, Tim, sorry. Oh my god, that's gross. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Tim seems so (laughs) in love with Edie. Predictions. that, (laughs) That I feel like he wouldn't be able to handle if they did have a swinging relationship or just a threesome because i feel mm. i feel like he would start to get self-conscious because without even getting physical with amanda edie was already Arms length with Leon, mm-hmm. very uh, Tim, very distant. <laughs> so I can only imagine once they all cross that physical boundary, I don't think Tim would be able to handle that. I don't
1: think I don't, he's in love. I don't see. You it. don't think he's in love with no, Edie? I think, I think, he's,
2: think he's, in he's with her. He's back what? And, because he's back
1: and forth with Julia, going over to her
2: house in the last episode. I think he's out, out of care because he knows that he was wrong for doing what he did, and I think he just really wants. I think he's just a genuine good guy that wants to do the right thing. Yes, but
1: even then, when you see Julia, she goes over to their place and she's like, will you look at my contract? He's like, yeah, I'll definitely take a look at it. Like, he's so eager to jump
2: whenever she needs
1: help with anything. I do think that he crossed a line
0: by Mm -hmm. doing that. I did did think that was inappropriate. Mm -hmm. However, I also believe that he's in love with Edie. Mm -hmm. And the fact that he slept with her after that lack of acknowledgement between the two of them, I think it could, I I, I don't know. That might be the, the way their relationship goes and how it gets revved up again. I don't know.
2: I have no idea. Um the the scene when they have sex, I thought it was interesting that what finally got her in the mood was talking about Amanda. Yeah.
1: And oh, so he Tim
2: didn't even really catch that.
1: She even brought it up after and he was like, Who's
2: Amanda? Yeah. You know? And she's she's like, like, Are you still jealous? Yeah. Why are you talking about this woman? Right I just after. laid type on you yeah. and you're talking about, you're bringing up this woman again. I didn't think Love about that. that? That's why I'm just thinking cuz she said she told Amanda on this lesbian scale she's 50/50. Yep. But nope. no, you're <laughs> well, you're not. Amanda she's laying in yeah. Amanda called
0: it. She seemed. She. I think. Didn't Amanda say she thought she was like eighty, eighty twenty or uh, something? Amanda's 80, 20. Amanda. Amanda eighty twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. But then mm-hmm. Edie
1: ended up admitting that she's sixty forty. Bit, yeah. I, mean, I don't think she's it's, sixty it's forty. It's going either. even more. It We're is. Gonna, Next episode, no, no. it'll be seventy thirty. Because she's <laughs> getting more comfortable in who she really is. Yeah. Do you think this is the first time she's ever been with a girl? Because she never I answered. think she's... She didn't answer? I thought she said it was. She
0: didn't answer. I don't remember hearing an answer. I I think, mm. And that's, part of me felt like, okay, this is my theory. Mm
2: -hmm. Part of me felt like
0: maybe back in college or early on, she had some flings. Yeah. It's college, probably. Or was
2: curious. You get a little crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: She fell in love. I I believe she genuinely fell in love with Tim. Mm Mm-hmm. But now things are unraveling, and now she's feeling frisky again. Mm -hmm. So I think she's kind of going back to that. She talked about the thread. I think she's going back to that 20% or however much percent it is, that thread. Mm -hmm. The question for me is, why? Is she over Tim? Is she going through some sort of phase is it just she needs to get out some sort of expression is he is he not satisfying her i don't know because
2: i'm trying to figure out why are you still with tim are Mm -hmm. you with him because he's a safe zone Mm. because she is for the public eye right because you are competitive and i'm sure she probably feels like it would be harder for her to progress in her career as a lesbian Mm -hmm. and that that who is out and it's easier for her to have a man on her arm and on top of that, she's a black woman. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that too. That's true. So I feel like she's still with him because it's just safer. And I think she ha- respects him, but in a friendly way. I don't think she romantically feels right. anything anymore. I agree with, with that.
1: She, you could just see it that she is lacking so much. In that romantic side of mm-hmm. th- those romantic feelings with Tim, I truly—I said this last week. I'll say it again this week. I really think a lot of it has to do with how competitive she is with Julia. Absolutely, she yeah. does not want him to go back to her to his ex mm-hmm. and the chick that
2: she does not get along with, and it. that's why she fights all the time. She has so much tension every yeah. time he wants to help Julia. She's always like, "Why? Why? Why not? Yeah. What does she do to you? Right. She didn't steal your man." Right. <laughs> I feel like
0: there's so much therapy that needs to take place. Yeah, flashbacks. We here. need
2: flashbacks. We, we need, need, flashbacks. That, uh, we need some sort of context. we need context. Almost something. family writers, right. please, did if her you're and listening. They know
0: each other from college. How did her and Tim get together? Because I
2: know their moms were friends. Yeah, their moms were back. friends. No, more. not
0: her and Julia. Her and
2: Amanda, the lawyer. Oh, Amanda, oh, right. Amanda. Yeah,
0: I I, <clears throat> I want to get more context. Yeah, on how did she and Tim get together? Yeah, and, yeah.
2: I, I guess we'll. Figure that out more because we are just on the second episode. Yeah. But in the meantime, let's get into some news and gossip, Jessica. I know yeah, I you have some juicy stuff. For Dude, us, I girl. have some juicy stuff. All Let right. me fill you in on this.
1: I'm gonna read this title that was printed by the Daily Beast. Just recently, it was updated today. So it says, Almost Family enrages real life children of doctors' secret sperm inseminations. It's disgusting, is what they say. Mm-hmm. So, guys, this is something that has been happening worldwide worldwide. worldwide. I shared this with you last week that there were a couple that were dating back to the 1970s. They were in Canada, all throughout America. Another one recently came out where a doctor has been doing secret sperm inseminations. And, you know, these people who are in these families who this this happened to them, they're disgusted by this movie or by this show being there. They think that it's kind of too happy-go-lucky and they're skipping over the fact that mm. this is this is rape. This is mm. sexual assault. Not rape, sorry. Sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And, I th- I mean, I think I agree with that. They definitely need to address that whole sexual assault issue a little bit more. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, yeah. when they announced that that was the charge, I actually, in, in the pilot, I actually was excited because I wanted them to really dive into that subject. I feel like when people yeah. hear sexual mm-hmm. assault, they don't think of this, but like you said, it happens more often than we realize, and I wish the show would delve a little bit more into that. I guess Mm -hmm. it would then become a true crime show. Exactly. You know, but it would change the the genre, but still... It, I don't. I do feel like they glossed over it. They don't Definitely. touch it enough. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, kind of agree.
2: I agree. I think there's too much comedic relief in the show. Yeah. To really, and the thing is, they there is so much potential to take it all more seriously without turning into a crime thing. But I think it's, and no shade to any of anyone, but I just think it's lazy to go about it in the funny route. And then on top of that, when you are listening to a story like this and you're watching it from the perspective of Leon and Julia and everybody else on that end, you don't as a, as a viewer, you don't really comprehend how serious it is. Mm-hmm. But if you were someone on the other side as a victim, you would be viewing it in a totally different way. Right. So it's hard to... it's it, You almost have compassion for Leon because you're watching it in, in a certain angle. Right. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand why people are outraged.
1: Yeah. And that being said, talking about people who are identifying with what's going on in this show a viewer actually tweeted me her name is stephanie from michigan her at is steph7273 she said i loved the show tonight the happy ivf story hit home since i myself did a few rounds of ivf so i thought that was awesome because it shows like these the the things that they're talking about in this show they're so real Mm -hmm. and if they portray it correctly People are gonna identify with that, and they're gonna be so happy about the way that it's portrayed. So but Absolutely. you can't make it too too happy-go-lucky, like you said. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's when it starts to become an issue, and you just can't skip over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Totally agree. Agree. Mm-hmm. Now to end on something a little happier, guys. Thank you. Please <laughs> let's lighten time, this load, time to lift everyone's <laughs> spirits. So basically, Brittany Snow, who plays Julia, for those of you who don't know. Uh, basically she became engaged back in February to Tyler Staniland. He is a realtor out here in Southern California and so she announced her engagement back in February and people have been asking her questions non-stop mm-hmm. about this wedding. When's it going to happen? What's your dress look like? This and that. And she's like can you just give me a second to breathe while okay. I plan? I'm working Yes, yeah, She's like I want
2: to be engaged. I want to <laughs> like just relax for a bit. Right.
1: But she finally came out to people saying that she has two things Things that she knows she for sure wants to be a part of her wedding and the first one being her dog billy that she wants in her wedding cannot forget her dog billy those of you viewing on youtube you can see her her little uh-huh. oh, billy right cute. there so hey. precious i don't i'm not positive on what kind of dog that is for those of you listening on the podcast it's <laughs> a just, white dog it's, it's a white dog it's, it's a, a white cup dog, dog. Uh, <laughs> it's name as billy it could be a boy that- or a girl we, we don't know but her dog, Billy, And then the other thing that she wants included in her wedding is margaritas. So maybe Insane. a little Nothing margarita bar or something. I don't know. Like a DIY do-it-yourself margarita. Oh, that that'd would be, be, be so fun. Maybe I'm that's giving her fine. some ideas.
2: <laughs> all right, Brittany. Well, make sure you give that credit to Jessica when you show up at your <laughs> exactly. wedding with those margaritas. <laughs> invite us. That's all. Yeah, invite us. Thank you for the news and gossip. Of course. <laughs> it was fun. So, Princess. Yes. Let's get this special segment going.
0: All right. Right, guys our special segment is DNA Dominoes, where every week we will talk to you guys about a different celebrity and someone you may not know they're related to in the industry so this week we have X's and O's singer L King she was raised in Ohio by her mom and her stepbrother but she was estranged from her father her father was a workaholic so he couldn't be around now, this is a clue to tell you who he is. <laughs> she was born Tanner L. Schneider. Can you guess? Her <laughs> father is Rob Schneider, the only Schneider I know of in this industry. Right, <laughs> Rob
2: Schneider.
0: Yes, thankfully, the two have recently connected. Um, her Rob has had two younger children in recent years and she wants to be involved in their lives. Nice. So as a result the two have actually been able to come together and she says that Rob is her biggest fan. So I'm happy amazing. to see. Them come yeah.
2: together. That's that amazing. Is really cool.
0: Yeah.
2: Kudos it's, to you guys for working that out. Yes, right?
0: Yes, exactly. Mm. That's exactly. tough.
2: We got it, a couple of viewers yeah. tuning in by the way. Oh yeah,
1: it's cuz Jones, else. she's back thank you so much for being back this week so basically Logan Knight says I hope the dad can be redeemed when he realizes that what he did was wrong but Jazzy says Logan he shouldn't
2: <laughs>
1: straight up she shut that down yeah. love that and then she also said Congrat- congrats to Brittany Snow which yeah we should have said
2: that congrats, congrats! Brittany Snow obviously <laughs> on the wedding can't wait Awesome. Well, that was amazing. Okay, I really awesome. en- I enjoyed tonight's show. Yeah, yeah. I really like how we dissected everything. Maybe we answered some questions for you guys because the writers, they didn't really answer too many for us. I don't know. (laughs) But we're looking forward to some more episodes to come. Again, my name is Brianna Cheyenne. You can follow me on Instagram at I am B underscore Cheyenne. C-H-I-A-N-N-E. And you can also catch me on 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days in about right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where can they find you guys? You guys can find me at Jess Lucero Live on Instagram and Twitter. I also host a million little things. That'll be tomorrow night at seven ten PM. So make sure to tune in guys. Mm-hmm.
0: And I am Princess. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Princess CTV. And I'm also on the All Rise after
2: show, which is Monday nights. All right. Thank you so much again for tuning in. See you next week. Thanks bye. Guys. bye. See you next week.